You know, it's one of those strange titles when you see editor-at-large on a masthead because it really could mean a million things. It could mean that you work freelance at Glamour Magazine, which I don't. I'm full-time and on staff. Or it could mean that you do a little bit of everything, which is what I do. At Glamour, I do a lot of television. I represent the magazine on TV. So you might have seen me on The Today Show, The Early Show, Good Morning America, Oprah, The View, Access Hollywood, E. I mean, we do all of them. And that we do to strictly promote the magazine so that people will see what we do on the magazine and then go and buy it, the issue, so that they can see it. Uh, there's a lot of things I do, actually. I also do makeovers for the magazine. So I literally take people off the street, and I will, like, cut their hair, make them blonde, put makeup on them, and literally show them how they can transform from, let's say, a caterpillar to a butterfly. And they look amazing. So I do makeovers a lot, beauty and fashion for the magazine. And then I write articles for the magazine. So if I come up with an interesting idea, like MySpace and how it affects people who are interviewing for jobs, or, um, you know, the fact that I was Ugly Betty, because when I was younger, I was kind of unattractive, so I wrote a story about that, too. And all of that. You know, what we do in every issue of Glamour Magazine is a page called the How to Dress Your Body. And so we can find a woman who's a size 0 or a size 24W. It really doesn't matter. There's a swimsuit for everybody. There is a pair of jeans for everybody type. There's a dress for everybody type. And we, in the magazine and also online on Glamour.com, will show you how to dress your body. A lot of people wonder if we use advertisers in the editorial section, which is kind of the center of the book. Mm -hmm. We call magazines the book, actually. If we use them because they advertise. And the answer to that at Glamour is absolutely no. There is a separation between church and state. That's what we say. You know, you pay for advertising, and in no way does that grant you the right to be in the editorial. Of course, we always look at the advertisers' collections out of respect, but we don't automatically place it into the magazine because our editorial content has to be independent of that, mm -hmm. and that's why the advertisers are actually advertising in Glamour, because they like our editorial content. Okay. Our Glamour reader is from the ages of 18 and tall. I would say probably 38, 39. And we don't just address issues of fashion and beauty, though we love fashion and beauty, and our readers are definitely interested in that. But our readers are also smart women who are interested in politics, interested in what's going on in society, interested in health issues. And we treat each of those departments independently and focus on them. We've won awards in every single area of the magazine. This is the way it works. Let's say you see a fashion story in Glamour, red in Russia, okay? So that means we're going to need all the red clothes. So we have market editors here who go through all the lookbooks from different designers. Lookbooks are pictures from, let's say, Michael Kors has a runway show. 
each time a girl comes out on the runway, it's look number one, look number two, look number three. So when we call them up on the phone, we say, we want look number four, seven, nine, ten, and they know exactly what pieces we're talking about. So then they call us back and they say, okay, here are the looks that are available. You know, you can have look number two and look number four from the runway collection. We get them in and then they do a whole run-through where they bring all the clothes from all the different designers into the magazine, into the closet, and the editor, the stylist, the person who actually goes on the photo shoot, goes through the rack of clothing, decides of all the things that we have, which pieces she wants to take with her to Russia, chooses those pieces, and then goes on the trip. Now, she might take about, you know, 80 outfits with her. And they will only shoot six or seven that you'll see in the magazine. Then all the clothes come back, and then the market assistants return all the clothes back to the designers, and then they go to other magazines. So let's say look number one, the first look, the first head-to-toe outfit that comes out on the runway. It could travel around the world a hundred times. Because these clothes are not just for the United States. These clothes travel around the globe. The way that it works is, at a fashion magazine, you have market editors, and the market editors are the ones that form relationships with the designers and the PR people who work for the designers. So when there's a fashion story, the market editors will call the designers, or the PR publicists for those designers, and ask to borrow clothes. Then they'll get together all the clothes from their particular market. So let's say one market editor does just the American designers, one does just the French designers, one does the Italian designers. The clothes will come in, and then the stylist, that's a different person, Mm -hmm. that's the one who hires the photographer, the model, the hair, Hire both. We have freelance stylists and we have in-house stylists. Okay. And basically, these people go through the clothes in the closet. The stylists go through the clothes in the closet, and they decide which outfits they like the most. Of all the outfits, you, you could show them 300 outfits. They might just take like three trunks of clothes, which could be 80 complete looks. They might even do less than that. And they're taking all these clothes then to their photo shoot, which could be in St. Bart's, it could be in Russia, it could be you know, downtown at a photo studio in Manhattan, and then they shoot what they shoot, and then they bring back all the clothes. Okay, so, so what... the stylists who make the decisions. The market editors decide what clothes from the designers come into the magazine, but the stylists make the ultimate decision on what they're actually going to photograph on the models. Okay. Once the stylist comes back with all of her photographs from her photo shoot, mm-hmm. the art director looks at the pictures and the editor-in-chief and they decide on their favorite pictures with the stylist. And that's oh. how they pull together fashion stories. And usually fashion stories are anywhere from 6, 8, 12 pages. They never really exceed 12 pages. And in our magazine, they're usually around 6 or 8. Okay, this is the way it works. We go to the collections in New York City, in Paris, and Milan, and we look at all of the designer collections. In September, we look at the spring-summer collections, and in March, we look at the fall-winter collections. Why do we look at it backwards like that? Because we're shooting five months in advance. So in September, we're working on the March issue, which is all spring clothing. Okay, because you're about to go March, April, May, June, July, August. 
So that's kind of the way that it works. After we see the shows, we all get together in a group and we decide on what we think is going to be the most important for the magazine. So usually the creative director, the market director, and all the stylists and market assistants have a discussion on what they were most inspired by. The key is, is that you know, five design designers are all doing hot red and they're all kind of prominent designers. Well, we know red is going to be significant color of the season. If it's a cover try, a lot of the designers are going to make outfits. I mean, it depends who the celebrity is. If they want to see that celebrity like uh, Jennifer Lopez wearing their clothing, they're going to design something specifically so that they'll get on the cover. Getting on the cover of Glamour magazine, priceless, million dollars worth of free advertising. It's huge. We have an editor here, her name is Alison Ward Frank, and she is the one who decides on which celebrities they're going to try to get into the magazine. The editor-in-chief of Glamour magazine, Cindy Levy, she's really the one who says, you know, I'm feeling this actress, or this actress is very inspirational to me right now, and then she'll ask Allison, and then Allison will work with a publicist to see if we can get them for our magazine. But normally, we only shoot celebrities on the cover if they're promoting something, like a movie that's coming out, or fragrance. Right now we're working on September and October issue of Glamour magazine. Okay, so it's June and we're working on the September and October issue of Glamour.